You're listening to The Kylo Show, the podcast where we talk about how to keep your love on no matter what and why whole healthy families are going to save the world. And it starts right now. Hello and welcome to The Kylo Show. <laughs> wow, I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome back. <laughs> I know. The boys have been taken over on the show, which it's is... True. Very fun, but you've had to do it without me. I know. And I know. I, I let in like, I don't know, four times or so. Yes. So, so like proud of you. Now. Yeah. So proud of you. But we are, um, we have some really fun guests mm-hmm. with us today. Yeah. They are, we were just talking about how much relationship is on this call and there's a lot of relationships. So we have uh, Jimmy and Gina Horner with us and they operate the mission down in, in Mexico, Romania, any, <laughs> any other places that I'm missing? Because you guys feel like you're taking over the globe in the best way. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, those are the two places we're okay. living. Yeah. We work other places, but those are the only ones that's we live enough, in. Right? That's that enough, right? That is yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, so good to be with you guys. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah. We were laughing, uh, thinking about... Um, we had we were in a church mountain chapel in weaverville right and then we did would drive down to the mexico and in the bus and we, yeah i never took the bus but no. just saying <laughs> my parents would go with their motor home and we were actually pouring concrete i mean we were down there putting up the pouring concrete and some of the basic beginnings and i remember my mom this is a funny story but my mom was scared that if i took britney down there that they would keep her because she's got dark hair and she could look like one of the yeah i said she in the summer she looks yeah. like a little mexican baby i think you were like 11 or something i said mom she doesn't speak spanish like <laughs> still don't uh, speak spanish i'm sure that someone would figure out that she should come home with me. Take her birth certificate. She was just so worried about it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's how long. Oh yes, we go back to your parents. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I. I mean, I just thinking. Goodness sakes, we, Steve and Kathy and Buck and Annie, and um, that's that's kind of where we, mm-hmm. you know, got involved in in the mission. Uh, it used to be called. Rancho, Rancho de Sus Ninos. You know, that's what we always went and saw. And then when did you guys change it to the mission? Uh, it was about six years ago. We switched over to the mission. Mm-hmm. And um, it was when we were expanding into Romania and hopefully into other countries in the future as well. And and Rancho de Sus Ninos just didn't quite translate. <laughs> internationally. No. Yeah. No. It's hard to we put that. On we went and spoke at a church in Southern Mexico in Oaxaca and they had never been to our campus in Tijuana. And when we got there, they had arranged um, their stage to look like a barn um, because we were Rancho de Sus Niños, which is what you would call if you were a ranch and you had farm animals. And that's, we were like, yeah, I think it's time. To, to upgrade the name. <laughs> and so name. How, how old was that name? Uh, 21 years. We were Rancho de Sus Niños. And technically our Tijuana campus will forever be Rancho. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, um, it, there's, there's too much history there to eliminate that, and we don't really want to either. But the the yeah. mission is the overarching name. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Ministry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. The 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 challenges of branding. Yes. Here we are. Yes. <laughs> we just could not find a way to make Rancho work in Romania. Yeah. <laughs> just was no <laughs> a way to so, connect with us. So how how long have you had the uh, the campus there at Rancho uh, as as is like you know like as was I should say but as you know the the Be- footprint before because <laughs> when we went down there we were in tents and we were you know there we we were building a bathroom out of cinder blocks and we and then you guys just made it Super into science. a whole deal it's like wow um it, well it started my parents and you guys were there in the beginning but 1987 yeah and so actually we didn't get we moved to mexico in 1987 we got to that property to our main campus and in, in 1989 um we started off with a water tank and septic system and tents. Uh, and tents and travel trailers and yes. eventually the first orphanage house and then just slowly grew from there right um, to we've we've now been 30, on the campus 37 years 37 years yeah Ooh, wow and so how many kids do you have there yeah tell us about all, all that you're doing um our mexico campus that has um orphan care or 24-hour care and that goes we have about 50 kids there right now and that kind of fluctuates because that is dependent upon working with the child protective services of our city and so they bring kids in and out of um, orphan care homes. And then we have elementary school through grade 12 on that campus, as well as a family care or daycare center. And that's babies, um, baby babies up until they go all the way through high school. Mm-hmm. And so we have, uh, being we started with orphan care, it was it's the business you want to work your way out of right and and so I think it was probably almost 10 years into orphan care when we started expanding into education programs and then ultimately family care which is most of the kids that are in orphan care throughout Mexico Romania any of the places we work they have family somewhere they have Mm -hmm. biological parents somewhere they've they've been abused they've been abandoned they've been taken away um from so family care is really about how do we get with these at-risk families these at-risk kids and get their families healthy and whole get them get them so that they don't actually end up in the kids don't end up institutionalized so we have a fleet of buses that leaves our campus at six in the morning and they pick up almost 500 kids from baby babies so there's certain buses that have like 20 or 30 uh car seats in them totally. <laughs> wow they pick up um yeah almost 500 kids then bring them in in buses and we have them almost until six o'clock at night so two parents can work knowing that their kids are safe being educated being loved and they can still provide for their family wow that's the part where i mean you guys have your parents have a different history with my parents yeah and i think my family's history that we're developing with my kids is experiencing family care and getting to work with your staff. That's part Mm -hmm. of family care. 
my kids have never stayed in tents when we've gone down there. We're in a really nice little casa and we've got this little like our own couch and bathroom is beautiful. They do not know any sufferings like I knew when yeah. I was down there. <laughs> we make that happen next oh, time. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I love I just hearing you talk, Jimmy, I was just thinking about the the legacy of what your family came down to plant and steward and then this generation that is taking it on. And I know your girls are doing the same thing in just different ways. And it's really fun. But I went down at eight, you know, I think I stayed with your parents, uh, Gina, when they were living down there my first trip, but then to take my kids and have these same stories. I just, I love the legacy that we've got intertwined with what you've built and to be part of the next wave of the impact that you're making. It's not just an orphanage, but you're chasing after those families that need. And and I love when Ben and I get to do marriage stuff with you guys and bringing those families in. Like that, this is what they do. They bring everybody in for church then they feed everyone, which is genius because yeah. then they stay. Yeah. And we get to talk about marriage and or parenting. And it's these people that trust you. And it's just phenomenal to yeah. see what you've built for the community. I love it so much. Yeah. And stories, Brittany. Yeah. And think about, you know, you're, you're bringing in a, a small town, you know, you're bringing in 500 people. <laughs> yeah. 500 children that represent however many families there. And, um, a couple of weeks ago, there was a big event. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? It was a big event. We have our, uh, we have like our main hub for our campus is it was was a thirty six thousand square foot um, building, which was our offices, our church, worship center, junior high, high school, school of missions, and a bunch of other things that always end up happening in there. And uh, I got woke up at two thirty in the morning, and looked out my window, and there was this pretty small I mean there was a good looked like a good size fire but looked pretty small and by the time I ran over there in two minutes our entire building was engulfed in flames and uh and literally burnt to the ground in about two and a half hours wow wow so over there and it was um we were standing there it was myself my my brother my sister both who are who um, were some of the first kids that were in the orphanage, but their brother and sister and on our senior team now. And um, we were standing in front of it and made made sure nobody was in the building and so thankful everybody got out safely. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I think we were there for about 10 minutes and went, okay, that's gone. Where are we going to move all of these kids? uh, No kidding. So what, what all took place in that building? Uh, so in the building, it was our our church, so and that is you know our our cultural hub, our church, our worship center. Um, but it's also where all of junior high gathers daily, all of high school gathers daily. Yeah. Uh, school of missions is in there. All of our offices for the whole ministry. Um, yeah. Coffee shop. Uh, yeah. Do you devotions in there every morning? Like when I brought my kids down there, that's I have pictures of them. I just found that was almost a year ago. Of yep. them on the stage helping lead devotions for it was the main it was the main building. Yeah. For, at 9 a.m. Monday through Friday, there is worship 
-hmm. and there is almost 500 people, mostly kids, young yeah. people um, that are worshiping. And that's how we start, how they start their day. Mm -hmm. wow. worship. And then, and then we do family devotion, but there's like 500 people. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> and it is so great. Home it's, group. it's kids. I, uh, what I love, I've seen you do so well when I've been down there is you create this space for them to worship and you bring something that they can walk away with and go lead their day with. And, and, and I've seen it, it's full of babies because the, the little babies that can come, come over, you know, they're in their cute little outfits. And then they <laughs> have these teenagers and there's just, it's family is in that room. And that's what I've seen you do so well when we've got to be part of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just creating a, creating a culture of, uh, loving people and loving each other and loving Jesus and loving your, your community. I mean, I don't know. I remember seeing the, the, the cult, the experience <laughs> difference between what you got and what I got. I remember going into these little outreach teams in the back of a dump truck, <laughs> hanging on to each other just to be able to stand up while we got there. And then we go to some little little town i think they still do something like that do they i just haven't had to do that i i've been upgraded to <laughs> oh a different are you guys still going out <laughs> doing church services oh yeah we're yeah. teams that go out uh every week and we have evangelism trailer that goes out we have weekly weekly mm -hmm. community service we still go out and yeah. pick up trash and love on neighborhoods like that mm -hmm. where it's just you know our excuse to get in and and love people and serve them and we don't do it in the back of a dump truck anymore. see okay i was gonna check i was coming back Good with thing. that question Thanks you know because that, that was that. a lot i you know i at 12 i was the dump truck driver and right yeah I, that's exactly what i was gonna point out that uh, you know year olds drive anymore we're we're hanging on to for dear life in the back of a dump truck being driven by a child yes yes what, what could <laughs> what go wrong what could go wrong yeah Oh, yeah, it was just to get our faith going. Yeah, it was yeah, great. It was it. a great that's outreach so method. Much. Yeah, so good. Well, okay, so you guys are rebuilding. We are. Yes. Yeah, it's it's really fresh. So right now we're cleaning up, mm -hmm. and um, our team did an amazing job. And they uh, we moved, repurposed other buildings in in five days. For uh, sure, junior high and high school, and uh, got them all moved over. Got our offices moved to other temporary buildings, and uh, right now we are we um, oh, we're having church outside in front of the burnt building. Mm -hmm. See, I saw that. It's, I don't know how many people are following you on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, but is it what's the what's the tag on uh, Instagram? It's the the Mission Inc. Um, yeah. yeah, and it's our, our team did an incredible job, but mm -hmm. our city um, responded to us in such a beautiful way. Wow! They, uh, the immediately the mayor sent um, dump trucks and backhoes there to help clean up the rubble, mm -hmm. and have slowly been taking it away over the last few weeks, which has meant like no out of pocket money for us. Um, yeah. wow. they, our city loves, um, Jimmy's sister, Karina Rocha, who is like, director 
of yeah. the Mexico base. Uh, she is well loved by her city. <laughs> how well she loves her city. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. And the response and she, to her was was fast. It was beautiful. And, and she grew up there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She came yeah. in when she was about eight years old with her yeah. siblings. Um, she had four other siblings and her mama had um, cancer and was the fathers were not in the picture and she was looking for a safe place to that would take her kids after she passed away. And right. after being there for just over a year, her mama died and um, her and all of her siblings grew up at Rancho and um, Stephen, she moved in with Jimmy and I when she was 16. Um, she became the aunt to our daughters and mm-hmm. um, she's just a huge part of, of our family. But I think that like her story of, of growing up a true orphan, yeah. um, a true orphan in the sense of both of her parents were gone um, and the beautiful way that Jesus brings her into family and watching her lead that campus now like she is a boss and she (laughs) is fierce and loving and i don't know anyone else that loves as fiercely as she does she grabs hold of you and she will not let you go um (laughs) it reminds me of somebody (laughs) my hero yeah yeah I think one of the things I just love about Karina is her, um, I don't know, her, she's genuinely leading. Yeah. She's our base director in Mexico. She's a leader of leaders. And um, she would tell you like, oh, I'm not leading. I'm, I'm just serving. I'm serving, serving Jimmy and Gina right now. And I served their dad and mom before that. And she's like, I have a goal of serving three generations here. Yeah. Wow. She's just, she's just. Full of she's, life and love and and she's fun she's so much fun yeah she she's the funnest i mean my kids love karina when we go down there they're they just they know they're like um so we were thinking about tacos she goes i was thinking about tacos too yeah. it's like let's go let's yeah. go i mean she's she, what's also i i love that she was a, a true orphan like you were talking about then she came into a family and learned how to be a daughter and i'm and when I'm down there, she is a mother yeah. to these kids and to even your leaders, these young adults that come down. But it's yeah. so beautiful to watch what happens when she didn't stay as an orphan. She learned how to be a daughter and it transformed who she is and what she's contributing to this vision. Mm-hmm. And to say three generations, I mean, she's about to do that, which is awesome. <laughs> sure. I just, I, I love that. And it's been I love being around Karina. She is, she's like your secret sauce down there. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. She's definitely the secret sauce. We want to tell you a truly inspirational story. In 1997, starting with nothing but their faith, Stephen Kathy Horner sold everything and moved from Weaverville, California to Tijuana, embarking on a journey to create an orphanage. Since then, over 5,000 children have been rescued, loved, and restored through the mission's radical faith-based approach. And now, over 30 years later, 
Jimmy and Gina Horner, their children, are continuing to fight, believing that the church can create an orphanless world. They are transforming nations one child at a time, and you can be a part of this incredible mission by joining the Missions Sponsor Program. For just $30 a month donation, this directly helps the children's needs and allowing the mission to create an extended community of care around these kids. By joining the sponsorship program, you'll receive a monthly newsletter, which I love to get, and updates on the kids that you're sponsoring. And these kids that you're sponsoring come from all over the world, Mexico, Romania, and Nicaragua. I mean, they're providing services like orphan care, after-school programs. They are doing all sorts of amazing things to help better these children. We are believing with them that within our lifetime, an orphanless world is possible. And every contribution brings us closer to that reality. Your generosity can change lives and transform nations. It's as easy as visiting this website, www.themission.org forward slash sponsor. This is how you become a sponsor for a child today. Just remember, we are partnering with The Mission and helping create whole healthy people that create whole healthy families. You know, this, this series that we've been doing on this podcast is uh, uh, tapping into fatherlessness and the, just the effects on children having a, an, an absent uh, father role. And, uh, and we immediately thought of you guys just in the, the definition of orphan being, you know, someone who's, who is um, alone and somebody who's unprotected and someone who has to survive and, you know, provide for themselves and really finds it very dangerous to connect with anyone because they could be gone tomorrow. And so they, you know, they shield their heart from any kind of connection or, or, or vulnerability. And you guys have, have swept, swooped in and uh, created a place that challenges all of that in the lives of these kids kind of want you to unpack your strategy there a little bit how are you um turning orphans into sons and daughters and people who can trust and um connect and uh, and thrive oh god that was a big question i'll I look at like... gina <laughs> <laughs> i'll look at gina <laughs> i think that um it's it's so many different things, but I think like Brittany, what you were saying about Karina is that she learned how to be a daughter yeah. and now she can be a mother. Mm-hmm. It's that identity piece that is as soon as any child comes into our care that we start working on and letting them know who they are. But in order to do that well, we have to de-armor them. We have to show them that like, oh no, sweetie, it's okay. You can take off all of that really heavy armor here. You're going to be safe. Mm -hmm. And they just don't trust you. Um, Some kids, they come in and they just, you can see them shake their armor off within three days. And then others, it's three decades later, you finally see the armor come off. And it's that piece right there that it's either three days or 30 years 
like that's what family is, you have to be consistent. You have to stick to it. You have to stay in the game. You have to get for everything that they throw at you because it's not just about, well, for the kids that we love and the kids that we serve, it's not just them not having a father. It's them having an abusive father that they only know physical or sexual abuse from men. And it's that piece that even makes it more challenging. So one thing that we do in Romania, um, we also do in Mexico, but um, super intentional with it in Romania is to have men in our programs. Mm -hmm. Usually in children's programs, you have women. Um, We intentionally go after having house dads and male teachers and male cooks and male bus drivers and male worship leaders so that they get to see what it is to be a man, Mm -hmm. a God-loving, Jesus-following man. Mm -hmm. And But I think mostly it's consistency. Yeah. 37 years of a team of people saying yes mm-hmm. to kids. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it is just um loving them well consistently. Mm-hmm. And I and everything boils down to to without fathers, you just don't have that inheritance being passed down of of who am I and who do I belong to? Yeah, and so self creates. Um, I mean, without that inheritance, the kids themselves quickly they reinvent the wheel. Only it's it's not a, a wheel; it's like this square chunk of wood with spikes yeah. to protect themselves. And um, and so going into that scenario, it it is that piece of I'm going to love you, and there's nothing that you can do to make me stop loving you. Yeah. Yeah. And they're going to test that. Yeah. <laughs> For years. Yeah. yeah. I, I've been hanging out with uh, Leo and Sandra because you usually are in Romania every time I come down to the to this place. <laughs> well, no. Work the calendar. <laughs> I, I'm just saying that this is so I, I, I hang out with your brother and sister often, but they have we've, I've actually seen kids that have left the orphanage. They're 18. So they have to face out and they're you know, some are doing awesome. Some are struggling. And then I watch them invite them back in for dinner or to have, you know, to tell them about their lives. And I've just happened to be at their house when these moments happen, but you're that thing of consistency that you're talking about is showing up in that moment. Is it my home is still available to you? Cause I still care for you. Cause I'm family. And, um, you know, I've heard stories from both Sandra and Karina just, you know, this person's finally figured it out. They're going to culinary school. It took us a few years, but we just stayed the course of believing in you, believing in you. And here they are actually flourishing now, but that piece of consistency, um, it, it's, I'm, I'm always impressed at the dedication that you've been able to find in people that you've pulled in around you. So you're talking about men that are worship leaders or bus drivers or your staff, what are you looking for? And these people coming to serve this mission, like how are you identifying this is the quality that we want around our kids? We start with your, your breathing. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. And then we work you our way up. You want to help us yeah. in your breathing. And then the Please standard goes up from there. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Good, Jimmy. That's good. That's good. Okay. That's why Jimmy's not in charge of programming. Yeah. 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 I'm like, we'll take you all. Um, it's it's not that easy, honestly. But it, mm -hmm. and it takes time. It actually takes time for uh, people to come in and and even when they think they know what they're getting themselves into, mm -hmm. they don't. Right. Yeah. But getting them there, getting them into the atmosphere, getting them around those kids that are going to push their buttons, getting them around, you know, living in and working. We have a really unique dynamic where um, we do have 500 people come in every day, but we have over 150 people that live on that Mexico campus. And mm -hmm. so there's and it's not a commune. <laughs> term, but you really do like live there, work there, eat and breathe there. And so it's um it's pretty intimate. Mm -hmm. And so getting them into it, getting them exposed to it, and um, and then they just catch they literally just catch the culture. Mm. Yeah. And I was gonna say that that's a culture and that's the mm -hmm. being trained in culture. Um that is it's kind of like the um winemakers or or you know there's this this momentum that's passed on from generation to generation that just keeps perfecting what it is we're trying to create and your culture is exactly that because everybody that's standing there watching how new people uh assimilate and how uh people that are getting it are rewarded and empowered i mean that that mechanism just working it in front of everyone is probably some of the best training that you could do we also we, like hand them loving your kids on purpose <laughs> and then there's that yeah actually, you actually can't be around our kids in a leading kind of mm -hmm. capacity until you read this um and they have class they have that class it happens every it 20 it happens 12 months out of the year just on a rotating basis yeah. in all of our teams um we would really appreciate it if you guys would get it translated into romanian romanian <laughs> well if you could hook us up with the you know a romanian speaking person we could help you out with that you know great i will <laughs> love to help you with that yes. we'll create all of it in in romanian that would be amazing yeah we obviously there's so much history and with us but we just have always believed in what you're doing and there's a lot of people doing ministry and sometimes we don't always know you know how we can help or you know what what we can do and it helps when all the people that listen to us we just want to share that you guys are trustworthy uh, worthy of investment and energy time resources all the things i know you have church you know uh camps go down there and spend spend time with you your website we'll we'll put all that stuff on our on our page but we're just we're really proud of you and we we love supporting you we we've always said you know um we can't always go into the places that other people are called to serve you know i'm not probably going to 
you know, I might visit you, but I don't, I'm not called to live there and do, do what you're doing, but you are, you're committed. And obviously 37 years of, of mm -hmm. family history there. And so we just want to encourage everyone that's listening to, to support you and help you. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's one of the things we wanted to yeah. share. And, and yeah, and we're going to, we're going to lead with that for yeah. all our listeners. Yep. We have a surprise for you. Yeah. We're going to, we're, we're donating, Loving on Purpose is donating $15,000 to you guys to just help you rebuild and to help you, uh, <laughs> to get going and, you know, put it, put it wherever you need it, but yeah. let that be the seed that we kind of throw out there and all our listeners, please yeah. just follow in, you know, and let's make sure that we can get these guys not only, you know, back to where they were, but let's help yeah. propel them into the next season because God really does work all things together <laughs> for good, even fires, you know, <laughs> even fires. And uh, we're, yeah. we are, yeah, we're, we're, we've never done anything like this before ever, <laughs> like nothing, nothing. This is the first, just, just to say that you are our partners. We are your partners. We yeah. are, you know, this is a whole healthy families are going to save the world. Mm -hmm. it, it really is. It, so much of it comes from, or, or, or boils down mm -hmm. to what are we going to do with the children that don't have this option? Yeah. You know, what are we going to do yeah. with the babies that don't have a chance unless somebody like you guys steps in and gives them a life, you know, mm -hmm. gives them a, a, mm -hmm. a legacy and a, a, teaches them what a whole healthy family would look like, you know? So thank you guys so much. And uh, yeah, thank we you. can't wait. Yeah. We can't wait to see what God does from, from ashes, really. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, we're super proud of you. Yeah. And like Danny said, we feel like we're partners with you. So absolutely. Yep. Thank yeah. You and we are, um, I think what I love most about the decision is we actually invited the team into yeah. the process yeah. and we we'll just took this moment and said, we were talking about, um, just the stirring in all of our hearts and to be, to be generous and to sow into places that we are connected to and, and you were the Unanimous. name on everyone's lips. <laughs> you were the first. And so it was yeah. just amazing to feel our whole team know that you're so trusted. And, and I'm like, well, I, I keep voting that we take a, a lop family trip, that we all go down and see you in the mission. I have yet to get it to happen, but you I are. I think we should make this happen. I'm sure. <laughs> but just to know that this whole office sees you and appreciates yeah. you and prays over you. And it's not just our faces that you know more intimately, but it is all the other faces in this office. They just adore what it is that you're doing. And we believe so deeply mm -hmm. in you guys. And um, so yeah. it was everybody, everybody was yep. voting for you. Took a yep. moment of prayer and everybody shared, okay, who, who'd you get? Who do you want to support? And every single one said you, you guys. Yeah. So Bethel got second place. Yeah. I just want you to know, you can tell Chris yes. that next time you see him. <laughs> I will. <laughs> I do love winning. Uh, I, totally. Yeah. And I, I, again, really want to encourage anyone out there that's listening to help us partner with them. It, every little bit, we're yeah. giving a chunk of, of money today, uh, but 
every little bit adds up and really helps Absolutely. helps them. In fact, we support them monthly. We have um, for years, and that's the kind of support they need is consistent. They're consistent in their call to help everyone, and we love supporting them consistently. And every little bit helps. So we are we are pushing on you to do that because it's needed and it's a a trustworthy place to make an investment. And where where would we send new donors? I'd send them to our website to themissioninc.org. Ink with a C, not with a K. Yeah. Ink with a C, I-N-C. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good. And all the socials are out there, but you can get it all on that one website. Themissioninc.org. Yep. Yeah. There we go. Beautiful. Fantastic. Yeah. I was I was gonna I was just gonna say that you're kind of famous in our circle for the the slogan of erasing the word orphan from the planet. You know what? Where we have a big hairy audacious goal, a BHAG. <laughs> it's like influence 10 million people in the next three years. Where did you get this? And 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 uh, how do you practice it? <laughs> Um, I think it's always been there. Yeah, it was I, Jimmy's I, parents originally. Yeah, you know, and I I think it we really started with, you know, saving one child at a time, rescue, mm-hmm. love, and restore. But it's saving one child at a time. Yeah, um, the world would be changed. And I, it honestly wasn't until about six years ago, seven years ago, that we ended up having the um, the guts and the faith to say out loud in our life. <laughs> yeah we i i had we were getting ready to plant in romania and um i had a dream and it was um i was in this dream i i was in what looked like our mexico campus only it was uh green like romania Mm. And it was like our campus had been transformed into this wild green park. And there was thousands and thousands of people on it. And the only way I could describe it was it was this massive family reunion. And so there was, you know, slides and games and jump houses and just just seas of people all through our property. And when I was walking through the property, there was so much uh, joy and life and peace and just a multitude of people but when i started looking around there was um like people our age and older um and a few younger but they um they were happy and they were alive and and beautiful but they had scars all over uh their face and body and arms and legs but there was no sadness it was just physical scars all over them um and then it was like my gaze was like redirected and there was just thousands of little kids and who were had the same life and they were happy and they were alive and they were peaceful and all of that and they were their skin was absolutely perfect yeah, and yes. there was no scars and i woke up from it and i just had this overwhelming feeling with holy spirit it was like in one generation this can happen in wow. one generation we can we can get to everyone's in a family and there is no such thing as an orphan yeah beautiful yeah so our 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 dream genuinely is is to have to explain explain to our great great grandchildren what is an orphan yeah 
what we used to do for a living. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Work yourself out of a job. Oh, awesome. Well, I think that is, uh, Mm. that's a vision that we want to support and we want our listeners to support. And we want, just like we're going after whole healthy families, we're doing the same thing. So we are just partnering with creating whole healthy people that create whole healthy families. Um, and internationally, you are our extension of, you know, the world and what you're doing. We are so much partners with you and we're really just so grateful that you've been here on the show with us and thank you for, for what you're doing, changing the world. Yeah. We're really, really grateful for it. Not all heroes wear capes. That's for sure. I <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much. Uh, yeah. Thank you guys thank you so much. This us. was fun. And we're, uh, yeah. What more and, could we say? Yeah. Honestly, like the money means a lot. It, it will be hugely helpful, um, in the rebuild, but hearing you guys say that you're proud of us, mm. that just means the world. Yeah. 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 Mm. Oh, we're super proud. Yeah. And, uh, like I said, you're, you're our heroes. I mean, you're, you're doing the stuff you're doing the stuff. Yeah. Beautiful. All All right. right. Well, thanks so much for listening to the Kylo show. Thanks Jimmy and Gina for joining us and, um, make sure you check out the mission org If you want to sew into whole healthy families, we'll see you guys later. Thanks for listening. Never miss an episode of The Kylo Show by subscribing to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or watch us on the Loving on Purpose YouTube channel. Don't forget to submit your questions and testimonies to thekyloshow.com. The Kylo Show is produced by Ali Armading, co-produced by Ashley Beck and Anna Hill, sound engineer and edited by Taylor Silk, and show promoter Christian Zamora. Don't forget, whole healthy families, gonna save the world.